What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the When Words Don't Come Easy podcast. We are continuing the six-week series on mental health for believers, on just uh, keeping it real, doing the real. Uh, this is, today's is praying with expectancy, and it's one of my favorite scriptures of all time. I will share why. Uh, it's just an emotional attachment to this scripture because of my dad. I'll share more about that in this episode. But we're going to touch on the difference between uh, faith and doubt and and on just praying with expectancy and what we need. That's all happening after this. This is the fourth episode. There's two more left on this amazing series. I hope you will uh, stay tuned in because it is such a powerful, powerful series that is going to help and change lives. As always, there is a brand new free resource for you that I will give away, but you have to stick around to the end to get it. But first, I need a little more guitar in my life. Yes, let's hear it. There it is. There it is. All this and more happening right after this. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andy Howard. Welcome back to the When Words Don't Come Easy podcast. I am so excited uh, to be doing this again. Uh, it's been a minute, and I'm just gonna just gonna be real and uh, transparent with you today. Where what's been going on? Gosh, I'd like to say we have it all together. I <laughs> I travel. I speak on overcoming hard times, overcoming depression. I have not been depressed. I will tell you that. It has been a very a trying season. It's just been, it really has been a trying season and just, I would say more overwhelming. Overwhelming is the word I would use. And uh, But God has been, he's been faithful through it all. Uh, I've seen his hand upon it, upon us through it all. But even through that, gosh, there's been things that have not gone the way I hoped and wanted and being a uh, overcoming people pleaser, <laughs> I am trying to a uh, recovering people pleaser. Maybe is the word. Trying to not I uh, get stuck behind that so much, but I hate spelling expectations or letting people down. And it's been a very tough season where where Tiff and I just haven't been available one for this even to record all these episodes of the podcast. Um, had a very busy season. Isn't that how it works sometimes? was looking forward to this stretch for so much, so many podcasts popping up where I'm getting to share Peyton's story. I had a couple of speaking engagements that had to be moved. Just different things popped up. And even as I'm trying to record this, all of a sudden our, our lawn lawn people have showed up. So if you're hearing that in the background, I'm just going to roll with it, guys. Just <laughs> Just tune it out. And focus here. We can do it. So hopefully that's not too big a distraction. But but Peyton, uh, over the last six weeks, she spent about four and a half of those weeks in the hospital. And the majority of that was in ICU. And uh, it was one thing after another. They could not figure out what was going on. And with Peyton, she can't talk. She can't tell us when she's hurting. She can't tell us what it is when she's hurting. She just cries. So we have to go through the checklist, right? Of trying to figure out what is going on. 
And at first she was just uncomfortable. We knew that. But at, at some point, then she started having high blood pressure and a high heart rate. And that's when we knew something was wrong. We ended up going to the ER. They run labs. Her white blood count comes back very high. And at that point, they realized that she has an infection because of the high white blood count. So we need to figure out what that is. So God's hand is in this in so many different ways. I got to tell you. So they do a CT, CAT scan, and they're trying to, you know, just searching for the infection, searching for anything that might be uh, struggling. And when they do, they notice her appendix, but even, even this, they zoomed out a little too far when they were trying to get her appendix and noticed her heart and that there was fluid around her heart. So normally they would have just removed her appendix, but after seeing how much fluid was around her heart, they were nervous to do that, uh, nervous how her heart would respond with the surgery and could have been even fatal. So what they wanted to do then is uh, try to treat her appendix medically uh, without surgery. And so they put her on a very strong antibiotic and they told us we would be out by that Thursday, probably. I mean, I'm fast forwarding a little bit, but it's about a weekend. They're saying everything's going so well. She's responding. All the numbers are doing great. That Thursday, she's coming home. I was scheduled to speak in Arizona, and I was literally flying out that day because everything had gotten so well. Tiff's like, go ahead, go, go speak. We're good. I'm going to take her home. Five minutes, like we board in five minutes, and I get a call, and Tiff's like, look, we're not coming home today. We're actually going to ICU. We're transferring to ICU. They're not sure. Her numbers have rapidly changed. Things are not going well. So uh, my buddy Michael was with me. He was going to take that trip with me out to Arizona to speak. We rushed to the hospital, and uh, that's when they tell us that – her appendix had burst. They didn't know that at the time. But so much was happening so fast. And even the doctors, when when they talked to me and Tiff, and they say questions like, uh, I have to ask you, if her heart stops, what do you want us to do? <laughs> what do you mean, what do you want us to do? We want you to fight for her life. We want you to save her life. And uh, I come to find out this lady, she is a really good doctor over the next four weeks, I would say that. But uh, she's just very black and white, cut and dry, and just probably could use help in her bedside manner, but just wanted you to know how serious it was. We didn't tell everybody that until now, (laughs) but it was a very uh, serious moment, and uh, so her appendix did burst. We spent the next several weeks trying to to get, you know, fight off infection to uh, just make sure she was okay. Uh, she had fluid around her heart, her lungs worked on all that. They did a procedure to drain the fluid from the appendix. So much stuff. And But she made it home. <laughs> she is okay. She's doing well today. In fact, well, she made it home. This is wild, right? She made it home for three days. And then we had to go back. And you're like, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. Had to go back to the hospital for another three or four days. Uh, because she had what's called C. diff. I had never heard of that before, but apparently if you get, uh, it can happen if you get too much antibiotics, it can cause what's called C. diff. And 
basically it's a I don't even know exactly. I know it's I know the results of it causes a lot of diarrhea and just can't keep anything down. And I think it's an infection of the bowels is what I would guess. Maybe it's just upset bowels. I don't know what the cause is, but too much antibiotics can do that. So we had to go back in because she was dehydrated, uh, couldn't keep anything down like normal. So so she has been through it, y'all. She's been through it. And then she was released on her birthday. She turned 15 this year. So it was a crazy six weeks leading up to her birthday. But she's good and she's home now and we are ready. I am ready to get back on track. I'm ready to uh, get all this behind me. And so the last couple of weeks, I have got to speak again um, to all my new friends out in Picture Rocks, Arizona and beautiful people out there. Uh, Praise Center Church got to speak there at my brother's church, Pastor Mo Howard, Mo and Leah. Man, they are doing such a phenomenal job out there, and your people are just beautiful. Just beautiful. And the area is beautiful. I told them that I have never seen a better drive on my way to church on that Sunday morning. Absolutely gorgeous out there. And then the following weekend, I was at the Rise Up Conference in I would say Atlanta, Georgia, but it's not really Atlanta. Uh, probably Macon, Macon, Georgia, and outside of Atlanta. And so happy, so honored to be a part of that. What a beautiful day that was. Thank you, uh, Rachel Michael Lopez, for inviting me, Heather and Chris Wallace. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal day getting to be with all you friends and with your teams. Dude, God showed up. God showed up. In fact, the last two those speaking engagements, the Lord really moved in a special way. A lot of people responding to to altar calls, just responding to requests on anxiety, depression, fear, and just all the things that people struggle with these days. And so I know I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but I still need your prayers. And so, but I wanted to uh, dive in on that a little bit this week. We're talking about, you know, we're still finishing that series we're in. You know, the real stuff, uh, just on uh, mental behaviors uh, for for believers, mental health for believers. And this one is on uh, praying with expectations in this series. And I hope you're enjoying it. We got two more weeks after this, but this particular series. But I wanted to dive in on this. And it's it, the main scripture here from Mark 9, 24. <laughs> It's a and if you've again been to church for any period of time, you've probably heard this at, at one time or another. But it, maybe not. Maybe this is your first time today because God has this just for you. But Mark nine twenty four, and uh, I can give you a little bit of the backstory. But that verse alone speaks so loudly to me, especially in the season I'm in, where uh, the boy's father who's needing prayer, needing help, he, he cries out to Jesus, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. And that's so that's that's a lot. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. And you'd have to read the whole uh the whole little chapter to get the whole context there. But I think that kind of uh, epitomizes what we go through as Christians. And it talks mainly it's it's about faith and doubt. And even as believers, right, there are going to be there are gonna be days that are tough. As believers, and I remember so vividly, man, (laughs) 
I remember this so well, and a lot of you have heard me speak, but I, I share this story a lot. But this verse in particular reminds me of my dad, and uh, and I miss him so much. He's been gone, I want to say, 11 years now, but uh, maybe 12. <laughs> it may be longer than that, actually. It might have been. Uh, I don't know. That doesn't matter. I can find out. I can. But... When Peyton was born, and uh, we went through all her testing, and, and I remember she had test after test. I mean, they were kind of throwing spaghetti on the wall, trying to see what would stick, right? Just what was it? And we would do, whether it was a test, whether it was uh, testing Tiffany and myself for different things, they thought we may have possibly passed to her. They didn't know what was going on. And the last test was a MRI of her brain. And... I will never forget the chief neurologist walks in, brings a box of Kleenexes with him. And he's like, guys, there's no easy way to tell you this, but she's got 10% brain function. She's never going to walk, never going to talk. If so, a very limited vocabulary, 150 words or so. I shall never be able to use her hands like to pick up a pencil. If she's lucky, she can use her arms to hug a pillow or to give you a hug. Uh, she's legally blind. It just means she can see colors, she can see shapes, but she can never see the fine detail. She could never see like the bark of a tree or the leaves of a tree. Uh, she could see the brown and the green, but not the detail. And at some point, uh, <laughs> at some point there, his voice became like Charlie Brown's teachers. Just kind of faded into the background. I couldn't understand him anymore. Um, just so tough, so hard. And I remember grabbing Tiff's hand and we just cried together and we cried and, and he, he left the box of Kleenexes and he, he walked out of the room and I could hear his, his footsteps just echo like uh, so loud <laughs> as he walked on to his next patient. And we composed ourselves. He said, take as long as you need. We tried to compose ourselves as good as possible because we had to do that long walk to the, the parking garage there at Children's Medical in Dallas. And we didn't want everybody staring at us, very public setting, all the things. And I remember we made it to the car, and I called my parents. I called my dad. And uh, as he was always so good to do, my mom and dad, they they both huddled around the phone and just started praying over us because I couldn't even get it all out. I just started crying, and uh, it's hurting. And he began just to cry over us and cry with us and pray these significant, amazing prayers over us. And, and one verse that he said that I will never forget at that moment said, Lord, we believe, but help our unbelief. And that's it. That's the exact same verse I just shared with you, Mark 9, 24. And I think there's so much to that. In our life, we're going to have valleys. We're going to have mountaintops. We're going to have times where it's so easy to believe in God. We're going to have times where it is so easy to shout from the mountaintops, of how good God is, how faithful he is, and try to tell the world, you need to believe <laughs> this man is awesome. And he has. He has changed my life. And then there are hard times where, where it's like, where are you, God? Am I alone? <laughs> Am I alone on this? Was I wrong? Did I, did I bite off more than I could chew? Am I not supposed to be doing this? And that's just what's been going on I, as as each uh, each week passed by. And I was getting further farther behind on on my podcast i was getting farther farther behind with with another lady that i work with that had 
so many notifications popping up in my email saying, you need this, you need this, you need this. They're just doing their jobs. I'm not mad at all. But this overwhelming stuff just began to pop up like, man, I cannot do this. I can't do this. <laughs> and so I, I thought about you today. My good friend Dave, he always told me, oh, Andy, this is beautiful. Every time I would go through something uh, and reach out to Dave, <laughs> oh, Andy, this is beautiful. And it almost became a joke. It's like, I know what he's going to say. I know what you're going to say, Dave. I know. And I'm thinking about Dave this week. Thinking, wow, what an opportunity I have to share with someone else who might be going through the exact same thing. Maybe it's uh, not the same with your kid being in the hospital. Who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe you're just feeling overwhelmed. Maybe your business is uh, not doing what you want it to do from a business standpoint. Uh, maybe you're just beat up. Maybe you are overwhelmed with all the things you need to do. And there's just, one, there's either not enough time in the day to get it done, that's what it feels like, or two, you just don't even know where to start because of how needed you are in so many places, whether it's with your family, maybe you have an emergency, maybe, who knows. I felt like this scripture was so good for me, a reminder of the the relationship between doubt and faith with our walk. God has promised us this is word. This is in his word. <laughs> we have to stand upon this, that he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. His word never changes. It, he doesn't say something for one season of your life, and then the next time something pops up, he's, oh, I was completely caught off guard by this season, Andy. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. In fact, he's not bound by time. He already sees this. He knew this season was coming for me. He was prepared for it. He trusts me to deal with it. Do I trust him? In fact, this whole time, right, this, if you read that scripture in Mark 9, that this dad originally cried out to him, hey, you can heal my son. Had faith in him. I believe. Help my unbelief. Verse 23, though, right before that scripture, 22 technically, sorry, he tells Jesus, he says, if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. 22, if you can. If you could do anything. Jesus responds back with verse 23. Jesus is here, the man that everything is possible for one who believes. And then immediately the boy's father says, uh, Lord, I do believe. But the, the gold nugget here is help my unbelief. Such wisdom, right? <laughs> I do believe, but help my unbelief. And I believe. It doesn't mean we're going to have times of doubt throughout our lives. And again, Jesus knows that. God knows that. He knows we're human. We're not perfect. Does he get frustrated with us? Maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer. I wish uh, I could say, like, if I was God, would I be frustrated with the way I live my life? So, most days, yes. But obviously, I'm not God. So I know God is love, and he cares for us so much. And I think his frustration may be more in, dude, if you realize what you had at your fingertips, and you truly believed in me, if you could just see what I see, you wouldn't have to suffer the way you suffer. And you wouldn't have to go through all the mental stuff you go through if you could just believe. That's what I believe uh, God thinks. Dude, he loves you. It's not just for the fellas. I know I said, dude, women, ladies, girls, boys, men, wherever you're at today, I'm here to tell you he loves you. He cares for you so much. 
But not only did he uh, leave heaven, he left all of heaven to come here and live a blameless life, but he, he died the most cruel death for whatever you need. One, for salvation. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I'm here to tell you, man, he died for you. He overcame sin. He, he took on your sin so that you could believe in him. But even more importantly, uh, for everything you're facing, if you need healing, I believe in the power of healing. I don't think that he took all those stripes. It says, by his stripes, we are healed. And, and he took a beating, y'all. He, he took such a beating. He was unrecognizable. No one could, I mean, his closest of friends didn't recognize him. He was beat so bad. But yeah, the word says, by his stripes, we are healed. There's healing for you. So no matter what you're facing today, no matter what kind of chaotic situation it feels like you're in, maybe you feel overwhelmed, maybe you're stressed. My prayer for you today is one, that you will believe. And then that two, that God will help your unbelief. Hope this has made a little bit of sense for you today. I hope this has helped. Remember, there are two more episodes of this amazing series coming, and uh, you don't want to miss them. This has been a phenomenal series. I'm, I'm grateful for, for my team that has put this together. They helped me with this. And uh, if you have not done so yet, please go to andyhoward.com slash mind, M-I-N-D, an incredible brand new resource for you. Absolutely free. And I believe it's going to save lives. It's that good. It's that good. It's going to save lives. So if you haven't got that yet, get that resource. If you know someone's on your heart, God has laid someone on your heart to uh, who might need this episode or who might need that resource, please pass it along. So God bless everybody. See you next time. What's up, my friends? I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, God is good. He's so faithful, so faithful through everything. So remember that no matter what you're facing today, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Uh, thank you so much for joining me this week. Again, all your resources, you can find out where I'm speaking next at andyhoward.com. Uh, if you haven't got the book yet, when words come, when words don't come easy, you think I would know my own title. Uh, please, God is doing amazing things through this book. Every time I get to uh, get to speak somewhere and meet people, I'm hearing story after story of, of how God is setting people free. He's helping people with depression, anxiety, how this book is moving in people's lives. I am so honored to be a part of it. So if you haven't got it yet or you know someone uh, that's on your heart that could use this book, please do so. You can uh, get it from andyhoward.com. Uh, it's also available on Amazon. And uh, it's, it's on Audible, and you can even get it from Kindle if you're a Kindle person. Again, the free resource, andyhoward.com slash mind, M-I-N-D, and it will be such a blessing to you and to anyone else in need of that resource. So thanks again for joining us. Look forward to catching up soon. God bless everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this episode helped you in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review and share it with somebody else. Thanks so much. I'll catch you next time.